Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tribe of Nerds. Josh, Gabe, and I, uh, we are finally back with more Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I mean, is it the Book of Boba Fett, or is it just, I mean, it's it's definitely just Star Wars stuff, generally, um, within the Book of Boba Fett, but, um... Oh, it's Mandalorian Season 3 for the past two episodes. Let's, let, I mean, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, so let, let's get into it. Episodes 5 and 6, we'll be talking about both of them and then making our predictions for the finale. So let's get into episode 5. So impressions, as Josh said, it's really The Mandalorian Season 3 in two episodes. And so as soon as Mando stepped through uh, the, like, the curtain, or the, the doorway of the uh, meatpacking place, and it was just like, Mando... So, your guys' thoughts? Well, I was pleasantly surprised with how much time they spent with it, so. Mm -hmm. First scene, kind of scary. <laughs> and, um, I guess I just liked that it was kind of like you finally got to see what he was up to after, from when we last saw him, so. Right, right. For sure. It, it was nice to see him back just in general. But, um, Josh, your thoughts on episode five? Bro, I fucking hate the mint. No, I'm um, yeah, at the beginning, at first, I was like, ooh, we're going to get some nice boba kills. And then he stood right in front of the plastic, and I went, wait a minute. That's Mando, because I didn't see Boba's rocket launcher, and I saw that uh, Beskar staff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> got more and more excited. And uh, fun fact, actually, apparently, a bunch of the concepts from this past, uh, the episode five, my apologies, <laughs> was taken from the Star Wars, uh, the thirteen thirteen game, <laughs> because they had a part of the game where obviously that was under development by Lucasfilm until, like, Disney bought out lucasfilm and shut down lucasfilm games which now we see that was a mistake and i'm glad lucasfilm games is coming back thank god <laughs> but yeah they're in the game they had an idea in the game where you would be running through a meat packing factory and you Ooh. would see tauntaun bodies hanging from the ceiling like as you would see in a meat packing plant yeah and now you get to episode five of Book of Boba Fett, and you see that he's in a meatpacking plant <laughs> with tauntaun bodies hanging in the background. So the director of the game is like, hey, you know, it was sad we didn't get to make it, but it's nice that they're paying some homages to the game that they knew was going to be good, because apparently it was like a bounty hunter game, and Boba Fett was going to be one of the main characters, so it only makes sense that they use it in the Book of Boba Fett, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was pretty hilarious that they used not Boba Fett for it, but, you know, <laughs> I'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that's really, really cool, Josh, honestly, like, that, that this was built off of a video game that unfortunately couldn't be released. So, uh, that that's really, really cool. Um, like, it just, it seems like with these two episodes especially, like, and we saw within the first two seasons of The Mandalorian that they... Like, Dave Filoni and John Favreau and whoever else is working on on these last few shows have been pulling from every corner of the Star Wars universe. I actually remember watching the first of the two thinking that, like, wouldn't this be cool if it was a video game? Like, even if it took <laughs> place on just the Halo thing. Yeah. And I remembered, as Josh mentioned, yeah, basically a similar, similar project was already being worked on yeah I'd, I'd never heard of this till now but it sounds really cool and i wish it had gotten made um yeah. but um yeah so i mean this opening scene just like we get to see mando uh wielding the dark saber and like this whole episode is about him learning to use it and i know like there's people uh online that are obviously like saying um with the dark saber of like it 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 gets heavier and it and they kind of go over that in the episode. So that that was pretty cool to kind of learn a little bit more about the Darksaber. Yeah. Also, I need to preface something. 
um, when my last sentiment, um, of course, I'm also considering the PlayStation 2 Star Wars Bounty Hunter game mm-hmm. where you play as Django. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a dweeb. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. We were, I think most people just envision, like, a newer one. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyhow, my favorite part about seeing the Darksaber was, like, I didn't realize it had some, like, finesse. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool, but silly to see Mando, like, kind of suck at using it. <laughs> like, he's a Mandalorian, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know, like, what the physics are of that, but, like, if that's how, like, lightsabers sort of operate, I just thought it would be, like, you would only feel the hilt. Because it's just energy or whatever. Right, right. But there could be some weird, like, I don't know properties but anyhow um i just yeah that was really cool to see it, it like it looks good with him yeah and i mean like he literally just he sliced a dude on half in half in the opening <laughs> scene like jeez. yeah that was like okay you're kind of scaring me <laughs> <laughs> yeah josh your thoughts on the uh dark saber i thought it was hilarious that he burned himself like a dumbass mm-hmm <laughs> Like, it wasn't even like, oh, I got hurt during the fight. It's like, I literally hurt myself during the fight. Like, I, And I thought it was an interesting play. Later in the episode, it mentions who makes the Darksaber and why they made it. And obviously, it goes with Legends, where it was someone who was both Mandalorian and a Jedi. So now that is definitely more than canon, now <laughs> that it, we heard it in the show. So now we know that there was indeed a Mandalorian Jedi, and knowing Mandalorians and how they, like, weapons are part of their religion, they want to look tough, like, that's their thing, they have to be tough. Mm -hmm. I was not surprised that a Mandalorian made a weapon that gets heavier when you're not focused. Because, like, he would want to prove that, like, hey, no one can use my weapon against me, I'm the only one who can use it extremely mm-hmm. smart as we know mandalorians are so yeah i was I, I as soon as they said that i was like yeah i'm not surprised yeah it, it was it, it was really really interesting to see it in action learn that it takes skill to use it um as we see um let's let's talk about i mean in that scene where he meets with uh the armorer and the other dude who i don't know what whose name is the his other two clan members yeah and uh and uh, gets into that fight over the dark saber and whatnot and gets the armor made for grogu um but like his clan members are just dicks like honestly Uh, he just got back to like finding a group Mm -hmm. and they're like oh great to have you blah 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 and then literally two minutes later I'm willing to die over that sword. And they start fighting. It's the weirdest thing. But uh, that was intense. And honestly, it was still, like, reassuring to see there's, like, more people walking around in that armor. Right. That shit's tight. Yeah. It was definitely cool to see that they were still around because I thought everyone else in his clan got destroyed by uh, in the Mandalorian. Mm. So, um Josh, your thoughts on the uh, him finding his clan members? Dude, the clan members, which sounds horrible, sounds like talking about the, the Triple K, but uh, just, yeah, when I say clan members, when I said that, let's all just remind ourselves that I meant the armorer and the chubby mando, okay? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Why don't we just say group? <laughs> group, we can say group, that's fine. It's three people. Yeah. Like... I don't know. Well, his cohorts and his cohorts were they're just horrible the whole episode. I just wanted to punch him right in the fucking face. Mm-hmm. And then like the armorer was like that she was kind of a bitch. Yeah. And the big fat dude was like, I want the sword. I'll kill you for the sword. I'm like, weren't you like just getting along with him? And Yeah. Then have you taken off your helmet? Have you taken off your helmet? And he's just standing there like, uh, yes. She's like, get out. I hate you. Get out. You don't want to go walk with me. Get out. I'll kill you. I'll take the dark saber. Get out. 
And I was like, okay. Like, what? Mando, why are you even fucking listening to them? Like, you can literally just go to another fucking group. Like, you can meet new people mm-hmm. because you know that there are Mandalorians out there who do take off their helmets. Oh, how would Mando know this? He literally fucking fought with three of them. Like, with like, Bo-Katan. Yeah, he literally fucking met the previous ruler of Mandalore and two of her cohorts. So how the fuck would he not know, like, oh, you know, I got kicked out of this group, but, you know, I know that it's okay for Mandalorians to take their helmet off. So, like, (laughs) bro, calm the fuck down, dude. Like, you already know this shit's okay. Just go hang out with fucking Bo-Katan. You're set for life. Yeah, I. It was like, just. Can I take my helmet off? She's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I wouldn't want to be part of a group like that. So. But like, they're so Bro, desperate we were in to a be like. <laughs> All right. Okay, they're so... but. <laughs> they're so desperate to be like together, like loyal, even though they're stabbing each other and shit. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, the difference between our fraternity and these is most of the people were nice. We were nice people. Yeah. Um, th- these people are just obviously jerks. So. Um. But yeah, no. Um. So then, uh, so the armor gets made for Grogu. Uh, gets tied up in a nice little. Uh, bow that looks like Grogu's head, which is cool. Um, and then, uh, so Mando needs a new ship, uh, and goes to the lady that, uh, Josh pointed out a couple weeks ago that she showed up in the background of one of the, uh, shots, uh, and the lady from the Mandalorian, uh, that the mechanic, I can't remember her name, but, uh, he goes to her and she makes him a ship, but it's a like a Naboo uh, speeder ship uh, instead of like a uh, instead of like the Razor Crest, um, which which is cool. Like I I think it's it's cool to get like this brand new ship, and we haven't seen one of these ships since what Phantom Menace. Like we haven't seen them since then. Yeah. So it, it it's really cool to see. So your guys' thoughts on uh, the new ship? Well, I thought those were, like, maybe B-tier ships in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, it's really badass how it turned out. Mm -hmm. I think it's my new favorite. Um, Like, the first thing Mando says, it's like, this seems like too much engine for a little ship. Mm -hmm. And it's like... I just love this souped-up, tiny little... It just looks like a dart going through the air. It's sick. And then it can just, like... It goes so fast, it looks like it's going at hyperspeed or whatever. Yeah, so, it it looks really streamlined and really and he good. Looks, he looks perfect in it. Like, the shots when he's flying and stuff. Yeah, those, yeah. Those are to die for. Yeah, re- really, really cool stuff, for sure. I agree with you, Gabe. Uh, Josh? Ditto. <laughs> i can't really go against it yeah I, I think we're all in agreement with this um but uh after that mando takes the ship for a spin and oh well and then he meets those uh two uh uh resistance pilots uh from the mandalorian which was interesting to see also interesting to think about resistance pilots were they resi- they are pilots of the new republic okay well i was i'm sorry i was thinking because obviously this is before the sequel trilogy but like i thought oh no we're resistance again <laughs> cry babies seriously i i don't get how in the sequels they're called the resistance when they are the main government like would it okay is side tangent isn't the new order like mm, so the sequels are 30 years after maybe like the few years leading up to that, I thought they were just like militia sized compared to the Empire. Mm-hmm. What the? F- Who is running the, these operations? <laughs> I don't know. Resistance. I was like, you're the government. You're, what, what do you mean? 
resistance. That's like if the United States was like, oh, we're just a band of rebels. Like, you're the biggest fucking fighting force in the galaxy. What do you mean you're a resistance? Right, right. I mean, so, like, it, it is funny, though, because weren't these guys supposed to have a show on them with before Gina yes. Carano got fired? Yes, it was like the Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm still so mad that got canceled. That looked like it was going to be like just mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of like a cop styled show with Rangers of the New Republic, like getting into these little goofy adventures. I'm like, that's what I want, because that's like Star Wars. Sometimes it takes itself too seriously. Sometimes it's too goofy. Mm-hmm. But if this show could find like a balance of that, that would be amazing. Like, honestly, I hate to make a comparison that's so like different than what i'm thinking of but like wandavision like yeah we were like oh that's gonna be so funny and then they start showing this dark shit we're like yo wait wait, wait, wait a minute like <laughs> this is uh dark so, mm-hmm. like, you know obviously if you're a ranger of the new republic they could stumble upon the fact that this is like they could stumble upon the fact that the first order is building mm-hmm and, like, I'm not saying they survive after that. It could just show, like, two random rangers figure out that the First Order is forming, and then they're immediately killed. And then, like, we figure, oh, okay, like, this is basically going to be a plot to, like, hey, we have to kind of destabilize these rangers so they quit, so, like, so they can't stumble upon us again. Or so I don't know. I'm not a fucking writer, so I, 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 <laughs> I'm just saying dumb stuff. But, like... Get Mr. Lucas like, on the phone right now. <laughs> George, George, are you good? I need to talk to you about something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Josh, honestly, I've been agreeing with all your ideas, though, so I don't think they're that stupid. <laughs> I'm, I'm just shooting the shit. <laughs> like, I, I think it'd be cool to see. I just, it's just funny, like... How did one woman getting fired cause an entire show to get canned? Like, I just, I didn't really care for Cara Dune, like, that much before she got fired, to be honest. And then it was just kind of like, okay, I'm I'm glad she's gone. Bro, plus she's a fucking sheriff for, like, one town. And these are rangers that she doesn't even have a ship. Yeah. Why, why is she important to the show? She didn't even have a ship. And they're like, oh, well, she could have gotten a ship. I'm like, bro get the fuck like uh like yeah i'm not gonna lie mandalorian i was already iffy iffy on her character because it was just some fucking brute mm-hmm. big ass gun like her background like her story about alderaan crazy like that was actually really good i loved it mm-hmm. but like i don't know she wasn't too interesting to me other than her background for alderaan right that's it like that that's legitimately all that i cared for so now that they were like, oh, well, you know, there's more to her. I was like, honestly, I don't even care. Like, you gave me a Mandalorian and some chick with a gun who used to be in the Empire. Like, wow. <laughs> Which sounds like it should be badass. And then, I like, I just could not have cared less about her. Like, she's, I'm, she did good in her acting, I'm not going to lie. I don't think her acting was too bad, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Her character was just kind of lackluster. Yeah, it it just. I'm I'm glad she's gone. Uh, it just sucks the circumstances of that. We lost a potentially great show because of it. Rookie's out here in the dark side. Like, I'm glad she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Oh man, I mean, I could have survived. I can survive without the show. For me, I'm like, oh, you're not Mando? Well, I don't really care. <laughs> so. Yeah, at least it's at least it's not um at least it's not the Kenobi show that got canceled or something that we actually wanted Kenobi's to see. Canceled? I thought it was still in production. No, I'm saying I'm saying it it's not like that's the show that got canceled. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, like Bro, at, they like canceled that shit, I would have I would have thrown to fucking George's house myself. I would have cried. (laughs) Like, that show is... I'm so looking forward to us talking about Kenobi later this year. I would have filmed an episode three Anakin on some kids, bro. Like, I would have been like, uh-uh, you better bring that show back. 
Like, they literally had Hayden Christensen give a message online saying, may the force be with you, <laughs> like, in preparation. So, um, all right, well, then Fennec Shand recruits Din Djarin, uh to Boba Fett's side. Uh, that's pretty much the end of episode five. So is, um, we ready to move on ep- to episode six? I am. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Yes. Here we go. The big episode that I think everybody, all three of us, and uh, whoever ends up listening are going to look forward to. Uh, today's episode was pretty crazy um, without spoiling anything yet. Obviously, we'll get into all that. But the amount of like just stuff that they pulled from the greater Star Wars universe is insane. Uh, and Dave Filoni and uh, yeah, Dave Filoni for this episode was just genius. He knows Star Wars. This was high quality. <laughs> it was really good. Um, yeah, and I think they amended a couple things from the finale of The Mandalorian. <laughs> and, uh, heck, it's just really exciting. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's great that we got this episode for a lot of reasons, but, uh, Josh, your, your uh, impressions of this episode? Oh. My God, I freaking loved this episode. So I watched this around 4.30 in the morning because I had to wake up and take a bathroom break in the middle of the night. And while sitting on the big can, I thought to myself, "Hmm, it is now 4.30. That means that Bobo Fett came out. So I immediately, as soon as I was done, I walked to my room and I said, okay. Please be good. And I like I, I prayed to whatever sun god would listen. And I started the episode and I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> like all this stuff is happening and all like this dialogue. I'm like, oh my god. And like, oh I I will get into specifics, but holy crap, this was game changing for me. It was game changing. We're going to have to talk about who the heck that last dude is, because I only recognize him by image. I, I know... I knew who he was, because I watched that, like, the first couple seasons of the show that... Yeah, Gabe, two words for you. Okay, Clone Wars. Cad Bane. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to Cad Bane, but yeah, Clone in Wars. Clone Wars show? Yeah, okay. Yes, he's huge in the Clone Wars show. Yeah. I, okay. I, when I, when I, when I was a kid and the first, like, two seasons came out and the second season was, like, all about Star Wars, like, bounty hunters within the Clone Wars, like, that's what they build it as, was bounty hunters. Yeah. I had to really pull back some memory there. I knew he looked familiar. Mm-hmm. I was like, is he from, like, one of the games that got canceled or something? Or <laughs> He's one of the first characters from the Clone Wars that I had an action figure of as a kid. Yeah. He's pretty sick looking. Yeah. But, we yeah. we will get, we will get to him. in the Clone Wars with his big ass hat. His hat <laughs> is bigger when it's animated, and it looks amazing. Please. Yeah. You, I, I need to actually watch the entire Clone Wars to see what happens, but I was, it was cool to see him, but we'll, we'll get to him specifically later. Um, so let's, let's start the episode. We get to see, uh, Timothy Oliphant return as Cobb Vanth. So, uh, it was cool to see more Timothy Oliphant. The the Marshall dude from the Mandalorian, like oh yeah 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 oh my gosh I already forgot his name <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah it was pretty cool uh, I'm not like he's not my favorite but like it's I guess it's nice to see him still wearing his red shirt or something I don't know <laughs> he's hanging out he's doing the Marshall thing he's he's okay I will give him credit the first scene. Uh, not the first scene. I can't remember when it was, but like when he has that uh, little shootout, those uh, dudes. I think uh, that's the first scene. Yeah. Yeah, that is the very first scene. Okay. Um, I couldn't remember if it was like first scene or just like somewhere in the first act, but like. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was cool. <laughs> I kind of knew he would like. I was, I was starting to get suspicions that he would get iced later in the episode anyway so yeah we will talk about that <laughs> yeah but uh yeah no it, it was cool the shootout was cool josh your thoughts on the t- return of timothy oliphant oh 
Timothy Oliphant. I love him. He is one of my favorite killers from the Scream movies. Yep. Spoiler alert. Yep. He plays Mickey in Scream 2, who ends up being one of the killers. Once again, spoiler alert. But <laughs> if you haven't seen Scream 2, get over it. That was like fucking... It was 24 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I did love him as Cobb Vant, especially in the first scene, as Gabe was talking about, when he gets in kind of a western gunslinger situation with all the pikes Mm -hmm. that was uh which is funny but um i loved it because and then he was like you're the smartest one in the group aren't you (laughs) and it was literally like i'm like dude this is like the most red dead fucking episode of any tv show i've ever seen in my life like I guess Dave Filoni was like, okay, we're going to make Yellowstone, but in Star Wars. And he walked in like, I see you're the smart one because you need to shoot. Why don't you get back in that truck, drop the damn chest, leave it, and then go back to your boss and tell him to ping pong back to all the other stuff they're doing to get out of my town. And you can tell he's like, okay. (laughs) You can tell he's like, sure, I'll go do that. <laughs> so, yeah, I loved it. He's awesome as usual. Just sad he didn't get to wear that red shirt for long. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Um, uh, are we going to talk about, like, that showdown itself later? Yeah, we'll talk about that showdown when we get to... Cad Bane, because we already taught we already mentioned him, but we'll talk about that moment later. Fair enough. Um, so then uh, Mando, we get to see him fly to Grogu, and let's talk about Luke Skywalker training Grogu. Uh, and just Grogu is so cute in this episode. Like literally, when Luke's like jump, and he's just like doing a little little hop, and he's I laugh. I Luke reacted too. He's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, that, that's all. <laughs> I laughed so hard because it was just so adorable, and, uh... He reminded me of my gym teacher, like, bullying me into, like, doing better. Because, like, oh, yeah, jump, jump. Was that it? Are are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, okay, dude, like, I'll try harder, I'm sorry. Grogu is all of us as kids, like, it's just, it's so good. I, I... I have nothing but great things to say about this episode in general, but especially the Grogu stuff and Luke stuff, and we'll get to the other character that shows up back up. Um, but uh, what were your guys' thoughts on the whole Luke and Grogu stuff? And we'll get to the end of the episode decision later, but... Um, I think it was all really nice, um, because, like, I think they hit the quality of the animation when they needed to because like it looks like you can reuse footage and like uh you know put it in somehow or Mm -hmm. just like you know deep fake similar technology i'm guessing Mm -hmm. or just like uh live model people they'll like put the face over somehow i don't know um but like it didn't always like have to like show a frame that showed off like its flaws mm-hmm. um, or they would like you know it was just all about pretty much the angle in my opinion mm-hmm. um, but yeah it, it was really nice and touching because like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> I think they made it work for like a whole ass episode dude yeah that's hard to do <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and, like, the callbacks and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I totally get with the deep fake technology because, like, I know people said that in the season two Mandalorian finale with, like, that de- that didn't look right at parts. I don't know. I, f- I felt like... I can understand that. I felt like this, in this episode, it looked pretty good for all that they used with Mark Hamill. Um, I'm going to assume that it was deep fake for all of that it isn't gonna be perfect what do you want like photorealism like exactly like i'm sorry we're like we're just not quite there yet with like their budget yeah i didn't i didn't think it i thought it looked pretty good i'm i guess i'm not i'm not looking for like i'm not looking for flaws in that 
aspect, I guess, because it, it, it at least wasn't that noticeable, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from, too. Um, Josh, your thoughts on Grogu and Luke? So, Grogu and Luke, yeah, they look amazing. <laughs> I love them. I was so happy to see Luke back, mm-hmm. which is a sentence that I never thought I would say, because obviously, if you know me, I'm a big fan of the Empire. On my uh, left forearm, I have a ginormous tattoo of Darth Vader in the Rogue One hallway scene with the Imperial crest at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of the bad guys, but I was very, very happy to see Luke again. I, like, again, that this is the second time that Luke returned in a TV show, and I cried. And then Grogu showed up, and I was like, yeah, Luke's a little guy. And, like, <laughs> just Luke talking was enough to just break my fucking heart. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, crying the whole damn episode. He's talking about, like, I trained with Master Yoda. I'm like, you did! <laughs> it was him! And, like, they're sitting there, and he's like, yeah, you know what? You remind me of him. I'm like, he does! He was just like him! <laughs> and, like, I literally, like, I, I'm a, I was a disaster because I just loved it so much. I love Luke. I love Mark Hamill. He's my favorite Joker, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, oh my gosh, just amazing, amazing, amazing. I loved the training. I loved the comedy between He's got them. him on his back like uh, he did in... Uh, Empire. Yeah. yeah, Empire. But instead of an insane old Yoda, it's like a little baby one. And he's <laughs> like, all the flips and stuff. This yeah. Evolution. Yeah. Such good and callbacks. Trying to eat the fucking frog, that was hilarious. And because like, he just lifted like one up. And then Luke was like, okay, is this how I get to you? And then he lifts all of them up, and Grogu was like, hey, yo, Yeah, you can get like, many frogs with this. <laughs> many frog in mouth. I am down with the force. <laughs> that was so good, yeah. I, I just really... I even enjoyed when he's walking and talking with Grogu, and he's just, like, force-pushing Grogu along. <laughs> that was really, really funny. That was amazing. I didn't notice that at first, and then, like... It was in plain camera view where he just, like, brings him up, and I was like, that is perfect. Yeah, and I, well, because, like, at first I was like, wait, was, that looks kind of awkward that Grogu is, like, supposed to be jumping, but then I was, then I saw that Luke was push, pushing him along, I'm like, okay, that, that, that's cool. Man, so this shit would sound all far-fetched on paper, not gonna lie, but, like, it's pretty clever how this is just, like, shoving these things into the canon oh yeah it's it's absolutely incredible um uh and uh let, let's talk about so dinner arrives and he's waiting there uh obviously like these ant droids are building the the, the jedi temple um and uh ahsoka shows back up rosario dawson is back uh from mandalorian uh as ahsoka tano and that was really cool that was something i didn't expect at all was for ahsoka to just show back up but i loved it um and mando gives her the armor and she kind of is basically like if you see him then he's not gonna want to continue his training so i I, I enjoyed uh, Ahsoka's time here and kind of how she talked Din Djarin through uh, what he should do. So, Baby Mandalorian. Wait, no. Ba- no. <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> oh, I want to say Baby Yoda so bad. Yoda Mandalorian Jedi. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> I hope that's not a show. But, um... <laughs> It probably will be now that you've said it, because they they're gonna make shows out of everything. To be honest, just like this little Yoda looking dude, but he has a lightsaber and like the freaking helmet and everything. Yeah. See, I say that they're gonna. listening to this like See, I say that they're gonna make a show out of it, and then they they probably are, and then it's actually gonna be good. So, <laughs> I you never know, <laughs> but. Uh... Yeah, uh, Josh, what what do you think? I would like to see the baby. <laughs> it's 
I did love seeing the temple being built, but I did have this really cringy face. And I was like, yeah, did you see that part where the temple was being built? Because mm. I was talking to someone else, and they're like, why is that? I'm like, well, Kylo does kind of bring all of that crashing down and kills a lot of people. And they're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I wasn't like, oh, my God, they're starting the Jedi. I was like, oh, my God, Kylo is going to fucking destroy this place. Yeah. And, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool how they're building it. I love how, like, Archie you just shut down? Like, <laughs> nope, you're in the waiting room now. Yeah. And it was perfect. I love, 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 love seeing Ahsoka Tano again. I cried so, so hard when she said, I'm a friend of the family. And I was like, who is... Oh my god! <laughs> talking about Anakin, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it was a, I oh, I was a disaster." I was like, "She was, she is the best." And like, she's talking to Luke, like, "You remind me of your father," and she's like, "You know, wow. it's not always the master who is teaching the Padawan. The master has much to learn from the Padawan as well." And I'm like, "You're so right. He learned so much from you." It's just and, like. like yeah, I was like, I can't take it. So, yeah, I freaking loved every part of it. Yeah, I mean, it just... Incredible, again, how they can bring these characters in from any time period in Star Wars and just stick them in. And, I mean, you... Really, I just... Again, I love how Star Wars is becoming like the MCU. It's becoming what it should be. And, and, because Star Wars is just as big of a universe, if not bigger, than... than, Mar- than the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so, like, you know, they have so much that they can pull from as well. Now it makes you wonder what's going to happen next, because she kind of just popped her head in if you're, like, counting all her screen time. Right, right. I almost guarantee you they're going to announce a show or something, if they haven't already. The, there is an Ahsoka show, I think, coming out this year. I don't know when. I think Kenobi is coming out. There's rumors Kenobi is coming out May the 4th for Star Wars Day, but I don't. we don't know when Ahsoka's coming out, do we? Um, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, Josh, have you heard anything? or? I have not. Okay. Yeah, so we we really have no idea, so... Yeah, but, um, anyhow... Yeah, it's kind of sad that that, uh... If it's the same, like, scene we see in, like, episode 8, I believe, um... Where, like, uh, everything's on fire and shit, because Kylo apparently had a tantrum on Luke's, like, temple or whatever. Uh, like, he pretty much destroyed it, um... Or unless they were with, like, the Knights of Ren or whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah. Whatever pointed towards him leaving and going to that island. But, uh... Right, right. I wish the sequels weren't a thing. Because, like, if you just <laughs> ignored all this, like... You you would just be normally watching what happened after uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it'd be nice if, at this point, we <laughs> didn't have to remember the sequels. But... Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, also, I did want to mention, like, how cool the, um, the other callback is when, like, Luke's like, hey, let me, you know, see where you came from. And it's showing back to Revenge of the Sith and Grogu was in the temple when Anakin and the clones attacked after Order 66. And we don't know who saved him, but he was there watching other Jedi get shot down. Yeah, man, that is wild. Yeah. And it's all because, like, they kind of place it, like, really conveniently. Like, this mm-hmm. clearly isn't, like, around, like, the sequels yet. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's, like, five to ten years after. Yeah, I would, I might even say. Because they give us, like, the, the digit they give us, it's, like, the sequels are 30 years after. Right. So, I would say Yo, this is who's not. The fucking, who's, who's the female Yoda from uh, the... Yaddle? Yes. Can you imagine if it's Yaddle? <laughs> like, Yaddle's sh- like, I got to save the baby. <laughs> and like, runs it away, throws it into a fucking escape pod, and then fucking, she just gets like berserked by the clones after sending it off. Oh my gosh. All the possibilities right now. Yeah, they're gonna totally bring in Yaddle. <laughs> Okay, can you imagine, though? That shit would be awesome. And 
then and then next week we're gonna be like, can you believe how smart they brought in Yaddle? <laughs> Honestly, they probably will now that Josh said it. And I mean, I just remember that we've we've speculated so much on this podcast over a number of things. And sometimes we're very, very wrong. And sometimes we're very, very right. <laughs> so um, most of the time. The yeah, Josh holds the record for being the, the most correct. Uh, Gabe and I are not so lucky, <laughs> I don't think. He just has this weird ass intuition. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, alright, well, let's, uh, so, after this, uh, Din Djarin flies back, uh, Mando finds, uh, Cobb Vanth, and is like, hey, you should come work for Boba Fett, and pretty much kind of refuses at the time, um, obviously, we are gonna talk about, uh, or he isn't sure, um, but we're gonna talk about what happens right after that. And we see a figure walking up to uh, the town, and it turns out to be Cad Bane from Star Wars The Clone Wars. And uh, he ends up killing the deputy and supposedly uh, killing Timothy Oliphant, looks like. So, Rip in peace. crazy. Well, let, let's talk about Cad Bane some more. What are your guys' thoughts? So, I didn't watch a single bit of The Clone Wars. <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure everyone else was, and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and even I recognized him some somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool. <laughs> he looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really all I can say about that. I know I liked like his blaster too. Mm-hmm. He's scary as hell. I want to see like how much of a fight he puts up against like Mando or Boba. Yeah, <laughs> man. Listen, listen. <laughs> we need to talk about just like seeing those two together. Mando yeah. and Boba, like at the end, but like with this guy, yeah, I'm really excited to see them go against those two. Yeah, it's going to be really, really exciting for sure to see when uh, they go up against each other here. Uh, Josh, your thoughts on Cad Bane appearing here? So, there is a deleted scene from Star Wars uh, The Clone Wars Season 7 where. Boba and Cad Bane meet again, and they have a duel, like mm. the duel that Cobb Vance and uh, Cad Bane were going to have before the deputy ran his fucking mouth <laughs> and ruined all of it. So they had a duel, and resulting in this duel showed how Boba got the dent in his helmet. Oh. So that, that was going to be how Boba got that blaster dent in his helmet. Oh, man. Yeah. never misses. So that's how we got it on there. And why would he, they delete that? I, I don't know. I guess now we know why. <laughs> and then Cad Bane actually dies oh. in that scene because Boba kills him. Oh. But and then now it seems that maybe that is not canon. I don't know. Maybe they'll go back and say, like, yeah, Boba hit him, but he didn't kill him. But I know that it was removed from the episode. It was like an unfinished episode of season seven. So it is. it was not out on media. People just, it was released after the season was released. And it was like, hey, we were going to add this, but we didn't. But we think you'd enjoy it anyway. Okay. And so, yeah, I now want to see a similar situation, similar scene buildup. It was very Western. They drew it just like how it was in this episode where their their fingers are literally just urging around the like gun and they're just waiting to pull it out of the holster and shoot. Mm-hmm. And it is where Boba and Cad Bane are equally matched, but Cad Bane doesn't have armor and Boba does. So he tries to shoot Boba in the head, bounces off it flings boba back but obviously it doesn't kill him Mm -hmm. and he kills cad bane so now i want to see that but obviously i think they're gonna wait and actually give us more of cad bane before they do that because from what i've seen on the internet everyone is freaking the fuck out and they are so ecstatic to see cad bane return and the dent in his helmet is gonna be more like a nostalgic thing now like oh look at this i got another stupid dent in my head and if it's cad bane who actually did that then it's going to be even it's going to be even crazier because if they do make that scene canon 
in the show, like, yeah, you shot me. And, like, he's like, you shot me first. And, like, all that shit. Mm-hmm. It would be hilarious because it makes me think of the Han and Greedo art. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, shot first, Greedo shot first. So it would be funny to hear, like, you shot me. And then Boba's like, you shot me first. And they were like, oh, no, Greedo shot first. But, yeah, it would be funny, and I'm really looking forward to seeing this. Because everyone was like, ooh, Cad Bane's going to be on Boba's side. And now Cad Bane is back, but he's with the Pikes. He's not on Boba's side. Right, so now right. now I'm like, ooh, this is even crazier. Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting also because Cad Bane's like, oh, Boba used to work for the Empire. I mean, didn't Cad Bane used to work for Count Dooku during the Clone Wars? Like, in cer- at certain points, like... Yes, he did. Yeah, so that's really hypocritical, but it's 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 cool. It's it's funny. Like, he... It, it definitely makes you feel that he has the, these personal, like, stakes with Boba. So, like, it, that he is cool. He had a personal vendetta against the Fetling. Right, right. So. Also, I'd like to point out uh, one of the things they mentioned more than once in this plot is spice, moving spice. So I just <laughs> want to point that out, fellow Dune heads. <laughs> Thank you for his time. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And There's just so many similarities because Lucas kind of copied it. He said, wow, that could use a lot less philosophy. So. <laughs> Yeah, and again, rip Timothy Oliphant, supposedly, unless, I mean, it it's weird that, obviously, I mean, obviously, I feel like Din Djarin's gonna, and Boba are gonna find out that Cobb Vanth is dead, uh, or, or the d- conversation. They might pull a Fennec Shand. Yeah, that, um, yeah, I mean, either, they're probably going to hear about that, or that, uh, Cobb Vanth isn't dead somehow, so, I don't know. Man. I need to see uh, Mando fight by his side so I can see him kind of like having shootouts in like more of like the desert sandy terrain oh, yeah. that just like reflects off his armor. I think that'd be tight. Yeah, I hope we can see that as well. Um, then uh, the Pikes go in and blow up the bar, Jennifer Beale's character's bar, and uh, yeah, I guess those characters are dead too. Um <laughs> Uh, not much else to say there. Um, uh, and, uh, then really let's talk about this and then we'll give our, uh, our other finale predictions about, uh, Luke gives Grogu a choice. He can take the light lightsaber and continue training as a Jedi or take the armor that Mando made for him, uh, and, uh, go back with Mando, but he'd give up his Jedi training with Luke. Um, what do you think Grogu is going to choose? I think he's going to take all or nothing. <laughs> I think it's more likely going to be all. And then fans are going to be like, what? There was, there was three choices. <laughs> uh, and yeah, but yeah, I think because like there's already kind of like a couple things foreshadowing to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to see next week. Josh, your, your prediction for uh, what Grogu is going to pick. Yeah, I think that I'm honestly nervous that they're just going to be like, nope, he wants to go back with Mando because it would make total sense because right now the biggest question with fans is how does Grogu die because mm-hmm. we know that Kylo destroys that training right. and we know that Grogu grows exponentially like slower than everyone else. Right. Like right now, he's, like, fucking 50 years old, and he looks like a fucking baby. <laughs> so, like, even if it's another 30 years, he's still going to be, like, a toddler. Right. So, like, it's, yeah, it's not really good. So how is he alive? So I think that they could take the option of, hey, he's just going to go with Mando, and that shows how he survived, because, hey, he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. That, bam, you got it. Or could take the lightsaber and just be like, nah, we're going to fuck shit up. Like, you know, I had my adventures with Mando and I do miss him, mm-hmm. but this is the way to kind of stay here and train like a Jedi. And then maybe he, instead of Mando protecting him, it's him protecting Mando. Like he has a couple of times when he protected him from the Mudhorn, And when he like, 
force choked the fuck out of Cara Dune for no reason while playing a game of, like, fucking Yahtzee. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, might take the Jedi thing and be like, hey, I can still use this to protect people, <laughs> especially the ones I love. You just can't, like, be too attached. You can't be afraid of losing them, but you can still have those, like, loved ones and friends. Because, like, Jedi, that's the one thing that I never understood. They're like, yeah, you can't be close to anyone. And right. they're all friends. I'm like, okay, well, how does that work? Yeah, so, Gabe, yeah. Yeah, Gabe and I rewatched Revenge of the Sith, like, a week or two ago, and we had the same questions of, like, Jedi aren't allowed to be attached to anyone, but then... <laughs> Plus, let me point out real quick, only Sith deals in ab- deal in absolutes. Luke definitely offered an absolute today. He was like, if you, like, and it was like an ultimatum, which still leads to an, like, oh my god, it, it, it leads to the same place. Like, if you do this, you are no longer a Jedi. If you do this, you will stay a Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, this is quite legitimately the one thing that your fucking, your first teacher said that you couldn't do. Yeah. That is, that is true, actually. Obi-Wan's gonna come back like, you have severely fucked all of this shit. Like, you have messed all of this up. You confused the shit out of this little turtle-looking motherfucker, and now he doesn't know what's going on. But maybe and, they um, were smart enough to, like, know that, know people would say the exact same shit you're saying now, and they're like, hey, we're, we're building up kind of a Luke that turns out to be a little irresponsible. Yeah, like he was in the sequels. Yeah. Oh, man. My dad, like, murdered half the galaxy, but he, he I'll give him a second chance. Wait, my nephew's gonna cry in the future? I should kill him in his sleep. <laughs> Bro, this is in the same category as them showing the fucking Snoke clones in the end of The Mandalorian, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everyone, like, they're giving us a lot of fan service, but every once in a while, they can be like, <laughs> they're, like, sneaking a band-aid on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah these last two episodes were absolutely fan service <laughs> which is not bad i just it, it i like this should have been mandalorian season three for sure i don't think there's anybody that Ooh. has a problem with me saying that it's oh just oh my gosh that <laughs> totally would have worked like because the ratio is the same right yeah like you could just like fake people out with the first like i would do three episodes and then like that could be that Plus, yeah I love how, like aren't we getting mandalorian season three like end of this year i think so that's what i've i've heard that they're still doing a season three so yeah, yeah but so like, like bro i don't know uh, i think they like i so i'm still okay with this but like i think they could also just be like okay here's this and then like give us like mando like after or like i'm honestly fine if they're like um just give us another season of boba fett and then be like oh you know who you missed you know who you missed <laughs> and then just like throw mando at us again yeah it... Bro, oh what they they might pull what they did with mando season two and <clears> in the end credit scene of next week's last episode they're gonna include the like release month or like Ooh. Yeah, they're going to include, like, when Mando Season 3 is coming out. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, somebody could be like, oh, it's too soon. But also, like, Mando Season 2 came out last December, and then it was like, hey, we got a show coming out next December. I'm like, what? Right, right. Yeah, I I just... Can you imagine if afterward it didn't only say Mando Season 3, but, like, it told you when fucking Ahsoka's coming out, Mando Season 3's coming out, when Obi-Wan's coming out. Like, it tells you when all this Star Wars shit is coming out. That'd be nice. That'd be so nice so that we had a schedule to set up for when we're talking about Star Wars. Um, but, yeah, I just, um, yeah, I just feel, it. these two episodes just felt weirdly placed within a show that's supposed to be about Boba Fett. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, they Honestly, were... they would, they could have just, like, put it in, like, a fair amount, like, the mm-hmm. correct, quote-unquote correct amount, I don't know, mm-hmm. up to person's interpretation, but right. I still, like, feel like I'm weirdly okay with it. I can't, I can't say why. Yeah, well, like, I, like, I, I absolutely... really went ham on the Mando. Yeah. 
I totally agree with you. Like, I absolutely enjoyed these episodes. I think we all did. It's, like, it's just weird to call the show Boba Fett and then have, like, the two best episodes not be about Boba Fett. Yeah. Now they gotta, now they gotta switch and have Boba on a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. Right, right. Um... All right, well, let's uh, let's talk about finale predictions aside from what we predicted about Grogu's choice. Uh, predictions for me, I mean, obviously just showed Cad Bane. Um, I feel like he's going to be coming into play in the finale because uh, obviously the Pikes hired him and obviously they're trying to stop the Pikes, especially after they just blew up that bar. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's we're going to see uh, Chrysanthemum tear some arms off uh, some more. Uh, we're going to see some uh, Boba and Din Djarin work together and Fennec, like, shoot the crap out of some pikes. And so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's going to be a big battle that, you know, we've been waiting for. So, I think it's going to probably give a lot of hints to what's to follow. Mm-hmm. Um I think they'll give us a good amount of like the solid team out, like with like Boba in the middle and maybe Mando by his side, and then Chris Santon over there, and yada yada, a couple others. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's mostly just going to be like it really, maybe like this kind of pays off. Like this is like just so heavily tied to whatever is going on with the mandalorian i was thinking earlier maybe would have boba and mando just start a new small clique and they just like look for i don't know other surviving people or right. be like listen you can join us and you can take off your helmet uh and you know just like grab who's ever left and then like you know they're talking about they were literally talking about prophecy in this episode or some shit like both in terms of like uh the mandalorian and um just like some other stuff, like just like Mandalorian way. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I don't know. Makes, makes sense. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you, Gabe. Uh, Josh, your predictions. So I think that once it comes to, uh, the last episode, I think that we'll finally be able to see Mando, not Mando, Boba Fett riding on his Rancor. Oh, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. I think that they're definitely going to have Boba riding on his Rancor, going into the battle, and they're going to have all of that. And once it gets to that, I think he's going to fuck a lot of people up. Mando's going to freak out and kill a bunch of people. Hopefully. They're just fish. Who cares? And then (laughs) Fennec Shand, like all the biker kids, Black or Santon's going to go off, maybe Danny Trejo a little bit. Oh, yeah. No. Like, I honestly think that it's just going to be balls to the wall, craziness. Like, Cad Bane's going to be fighting with the Pike, so you know that you're going to get that interesting duel between him and Boba, too. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, they greenlight a Boba and Mando movie because they know we love it so freaking much and we would <laughs> die to see it in cinema format. Yeah. And then uh, some directors. Like uh, Pedro Pascal's Mando on the big screen. That'd be hype. And he knows how to use a Darksaber good, so he's like kind of like sort of like the new boba where he's like a side character that people low-key just like more than some other main characters yeah because he's so damn cool yeah i mean uh uh evidently as uh revealed by uh, another director today i believe uh who is pissed off that star wars and marvel movies are are taking over cinema so <laughs> they're blockbusters what do you what the what do you yeah. want us to do about it? Yeah, I, I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he, yeah, another director got mad. I think it's also because interviewers can't stop asking non-related directors about that stuff, which is like, listen, we all love that stuff, but I don't think you should be asking directors that aren't involved with that kind of thing those unrelated questions. There's like two, maybe sometimes three question mark. uh big companies kind of like arguing with each other or like you know trying to reach profit with like the superhero tag Mm -hmm. you know like you don't see anything outside of like what disney and warner bros is doing so it's like what but like um yeah yeah it's (laughs) 
it's just crazy like i i'm like kind of indifferent i'm like i know i can still see like most of the movies i want to see in in the cinemas Mm -hmm. it's just like i've i've seen plenty of like a24 movies there even when uh, there'd be times where i had to i would have to travel Mm -hmm. but just like stuff you don't you wouldn't think would be there because like oh maybe you know it's some local ones but no i've been able to like catch a good showing of like some stuff i didn't think would be around um right in in the format i wanted but um yeah again i can see it like either way yeah i mean i get it i think like you need blockbusters for profits but like having other kinds of movies is nice too i mean it just kind of depends what now they have to learn to like give it to the right freaking people. <laughs> Maybe they're playing it safe by putting it on Disney Plus. Honestly, if this is all we get, it's pretty close to like. It's just as cool as you thought it would be, frankly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, let's get to our nerdy news that we have. What I have, Uncharted is coming out in a few weeks, so I'm excited for that. I also still have to see Scream Five in uh before it leaves theaters so hopefully you're gonna see that this weekend maybe and then uncharted in a few weeks and the only other thing i have is australian survivor has started their blood versus water season so um and the uh two-time winner uh sandra is back with her daughter so uh that's uh that's pretty interesting to see i've watched the first two episodes the third one just dropped today so uh it's pretty good stuff. So, uh, what uh, nerdy news do you guys got? I have zero still. No worries. <laughs> I have, like, a few things I'm looking forward to. Oh, okay, it's it's video game related, but I'm pretty Go sure um, the Elden Ring release date is getting closer. Hmm. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely some video game stuff that uh, coming out. I'm sure that's super exciting. Um, Josh, any nerdy news from you? Oh, yes, sir. So, just about in one month's time, we will be getting the Batman. Oh, yeah. And some more nerdy news. This, um, Roland Emmerich is who you were reading about. He is the man who has successfully monopolized the disaster genre, making movies such as Independence Day Independence Day Resurgence. Mm-hmm. He's directed the new movie Moonfall. He directed the 2012 movie. He said that Star Wars and Marvel movies are, quote, ruining cinema, end quote, which is fucking hilarious because That's... that is exactly what his movies have been doing. Says <laughs> guy so... who can only make movies about, like, horrific catastrophes. <laughs> We're trapped um, so, in the space. Only horrific the planet's collapsing. Seen, Seriously, the only horrific catastrophes I've seen are his fucking movies, so I don't know what they're going off about. But I also have more nerd news. Yeah. How their next week is the last episode of Book of Boba Fett. Yes. I believe next week is also the last episode of Peacemaker on HBO Max. Still so we'll be started. able to see the finale of that. It is very very good i can tell you right now i know it's good i keep on forgetting to watch the. i also keep forgetting i'm thinking i should binge it when the best one drops just you're good i'm just like i personally i love it everybody (laughs) i watch it with loves it so yeah like whenever you guys get around to it i think you guys will enjoy it also it was in recent news that there will be another suicide squad project um a spinoff project coming soon. So how Peacemaker happened, there will now be another spinoff show relating to another Suicide Squad character. I, we do not know who. Um, I'm just hoping it's not Harley Quinn, because for fuck's sake. But yeah, it they could be anybody. how that asshole dies and like throw in whatever the hell the next interpretation they want to be, unless they're giving it a break. I suggest they give it a break, but... And other sad news I have, um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been halted until May of 2023. Wow. That came came out today. Yep, the game has been delayed until May of next year instead of this year. So it's release date? You said halted. It's release date is then, or they're going to restart production then? Or they're going to, like... 
kind of like re-entered that phase. It says it was like delayed and it looks like instead of this year, they're kind of delaying it to next year. Because delay normally just means, yeah, we're just going to need this amount of time, mm-hmm. then we'll release it. But um, yeah, you said halted. I was like, oh God, what's wrong? Rip. But, uh, it looks like it's just going to be coming out next year instead of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And I, like, and yeah, just back to your Peacemaker point, Josh, I think I probably will enjoy it because it's James Gunn and I did like the Suicide Squad, the the new one. So I, I'm sure I will enjoy it because I love James Gunn. And so, I mean, um, I'm sure it's definitely good. So I'll definitely have to try to get on checking it out. I've just been literally trying to stay on top of Australian Survivor and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um all right, I, is that all we have for nerdy news? That's all. All right. Well, uh, next week we will be back with the finale of Book of Boba Fett, so we'll get to talk about all of that. Uh, Kearney, JJ, and I will also be doing uh, part five of Shaolin Showdown. We'll be doing episodes 17 through 20. We're into season two now, so uh, that's another fun show from, like, 20 years ago um, with... Uh, pretty good voice cast again so i'd recommend for anybody listening to try that out if you want to um yeah that's pretty much all we're doing for now uh and once book of boba fett ends we'll kind of fill everyone in and on what we plan on doing for like a month till moon knight comes out and possibly the batman because we might talk about that too but we'll see so uh otherwise we'll see you guys next time on the tribe of nerds Dum 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 dum